Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, everyone out there in Radio Land. Welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. Welcome back to Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, where we are here broadcasting live. With me, of course, as always, the host with the most, Mr. Honest Abe himself. Good morning. Hello, hello. Hey. What's happening? Nothing. We got new headphones. Yeah. How do they feel? Uh, well, the mic actually reaches my mouth, so that's a big benefit. Like, you know, the, the other set we had, like it stopped like mid cheek over here, <laughs> so I really couldn't like talk into the mic. So <laughs> these are much better. So, so I turn this mic up now, all the way. All right, let's check this out. Ready? No, yeah, yeah, it cuts out. It mutes. Yes. Wow, we got some high tech stuff here. Technology, look yes. at it go. It's amazing what people in technology can do nowadays. <laughs> you don't have a camera in your room. No. Oh, you do, should. Do you I'm want not, me to? I like the producer cam. I could put the producer cam in. Yeah, I like the producer in the break. Cam. Oh yeah. I, I don't know that people want to see me. Yeah. It's very. It's <laughs> they they very, want to see all the sympathy weight you've gained. Yes, it's a very oh, the sympathy weight. Wow, I can't believe you went there. What? Uh, it's just cold. Yeah, that was pretty cold, dude. Hey, you're the one you who's saying for weeks how you keep been putting it on. You are putting it on though. I mean, not purposely. Oh, no. no, who? Do, yeah, who does it purposely? People that are like, paying attention. You know, is it maybe, that maybe noticeable? Robert, maybe Robert De Niro for Raging Bull, but you know, <laughs> you know who does it purposely? Uh, John Travolta a lot in the mid nineties. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's is it really, really that noticeable? Oh, yeah. so, Slice alone in Copland. That's another good one. Yeah, it was a good one actually. Yeah. Wow. No, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I I wow. don't know nothing about this. I really wouldn't have said anything, but since Adam broke the water, um, visually, I'm going to say it's about twenty three pounds. It's probably more than that. Yeah, I'm going to say minimum twenty three since but, the since the wedding. Oh, since the wedding? I, yeah, I say closer to 30 then. It's probably like 26, wow. 25. Yeah, closer to 30. <laughs> By 23 pounds. I mean, look, and when you're four feet tall, it's a lot. Well, that's what I keep saying. Like, I probably eat the same amount as Adam, but he's tall. Adam like, it's just not fair. Adam's not a big eater, man. I Neither am I, really. <laughs> I snack, I guess. Adam I drinks a lot, though. I, Hell he, yeah. He really doesn't well, lately, though. Wow. Adam, 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 Adam had a 30-day challenge. And he did it. I don't know. Has it been 30 days? Almost. Oh, wait. Oh, then he didn't do it. <laughs> Are you busted? Because I saw him drink twice. I'm, I'm just saying that if I uh, oh, if I have if I have minimized it enough, that's still a oh, winning effort. Is that how yeah. you justified yeah, it? I think so. He was not supposed to drink any alcohol for I didn't days. know that. Oh, yeah. I know that, that he had said he was going to slow down. And you know what? Had you not said that, he would have said, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I've been doing it. He, he wasn't, like, pounding him, but I definitely saw him yeah. drink well, a couple. He's got to hide it now. He can't come in with bags under his eyes the next day and say, I haven't been drinking. Uh, yeah. They've been there since I was 12. It's never going to go away. I got it. Well, if you send us pictures from when you were 12, we could corroborate Never that. happening. You're supposed to get Grandma on. Well, he, like, threatened my life the other day when I was mentioning that I might have, a, have an in to Grandma. Ooh. And I said to him, who would you rather, your mom or Grandma? Like, who would be 
who would who would hurt you less? Like, who would you hate us for less? And he's like, uh, neither. And I was like, well, what would you do? He's like, probably never show up again. <laughs> That's almost incentive. That's please. Really- <laughs> Almost insane. It's going to be a very interesting episode of KMA Talk Radio back in the studio. Uh, Master Sensei himself, Mr. Eric Gutterman of Cigar Dojo, will be here. We're doing an IPCPR recap this week. We're going to yes. talk about everything that happened at last weekend's IPCPR. We start the fire. It was always burning. Oh, man. Wow. Too soon? Pretty on, no, I think that's pretty on point. Yeah. <laughs> if we had certain guys in, then it might be too soon for them. <laughs> they might not have recovered yet from that. I'm not going to name any names. But the guys that you're talking about, was no, it no, their I'm fault? About the guys who started. I, I don't know the whole story. But I mean, I, I well, have Coop imagine, knows. So I we'll talk imagine to it's to you. I mean, for those of you who didn't hear who was listening to the show, there was a fire on the IPCPR show floor. <laughs> An electrical, floor, uh, electrical fire started at 5 a.m. Yeah. in a booth that will remain unnamed at this time. But several that dam- booths. That damaged well, 14 it, it, booths because it, the sprinklers right. came on. Right. It wasn't the yeah. fire that damaged several booths. It was a sprinkler system that yeah. came on and, and doused the booth. And, <laughs> so. and, I mean, like, one of, like the Nat Sherman booth was one of the ones that was affected, and, like, Herkelotz was posting videos himself all morning, like, walking around barefoot, like, up to his ankles in water. He's out there with the... With the mop bucket and everything, it was and crazy. the best part, the Ugh. best part was everybody's posting because I guess the IPCPR's like official theme this year was like, get light, f- fired up, fire it fire up. It, fire <laughs> They're all posting pictures of the IPCPR posters and logos. In. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Did no. we get a little too on the nose with this year's theme? And, and you know they had a, um, they had like a social media compound. Oh I yeah, think they rented well, a house. Oh, for, so they didn't rent it. Like I guess. Coop and a bunch of the the online media guys went in together at a, well, that's uh, in a what house. It is. They rented okay, it. I thought you meant the IPCPR rent. No. Oh hell no! Are you <laughs> kidding me? Cheapos? Come on, get out of here! It was no. a very. It was a lot. Did you look? Did you look at any of Coop's posts? Some of them. Some of them. It's, it was a very diverse mix of people. Like I mean, young like twenty year old guys, and then like you know Coop and a couple of the other older hey, guys. You fit right was, in. Why would I have fit in? Because you're odd. I'm a party animal, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they would have loved the 6 a.m. songs that Paul would be singing. Billy Joel. I would have I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. I would have been singing Billy you Joel. Know, it would only have been that funny because you could have really done like we didn't start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. I would have hated being in, just for the record, I would have hated being in a house with all those guys. What? I want to be alone. I don't. You, you know they're going to be on the air now. You just kind of like I'm insulted sure... them. No, wait. I'm sure that Coop... I hated to, would hate to be in a It's not wow. them. I don't think it's they not... would have invited you. It's not yeah, them. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. It's not them. It's just I don't like to be around other people. What a surprise. Oh, okay. So I just want to clarify this. You don't like to be other, around other people, but you love hanging out with Adam. Okay. I don't... You, you just <sighs> dropped a few notches in my universe. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, every week here at KMA Talk Radio, we like to give great stuff away. Our good friends over at Recluse give away a five-pack of Recluse cigars and our new funny photo contest of the week. Last week, we gave you a photo to start things off. And congratulations to Jeffrey Lee Jones Sr., who posted his photo of, well, the giant truck that identifies as a Prius. That's kind of funny for today's time. Pretty good. <laughs> there were a couple good ones. I can't Very remember relevant. the names. I like the one with the toilet bowl to the <laughs> back tire, the hitch to the back tire. And then I, I love the one that had the news delivery truck that crashed through the front <laughs> yeah. of the house saying, we deliver the real news. I bet funny. they do. Keep keep them coming because it's fun. If you think you can top that photo, just make sure you go to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Post your funny, real, ironic photo. And we'll see if you can take home a five-pack of recluse cigars, if you can prove this photo was taken by you, or you're, you're even in the photo. Hey, <laughs> extra points that don't really matter in the end. But That's hey, why you have to dig out that picture of you in the motorcade. Uh, tough one. 
<laughs> we tried. He tried to find it. You did get to see him, him in the uh, what you call it now? What's the German outfit again called? Lederhosen. Lederhosen. Yes, you did get to see him, him and Peter Hernandez in Lederhosen. Yeah, that uh, that I'll never get out of my head now. Yeah, it's pretty scary. <sighs> yeah, you know, actually, I remember that year. I purposely made Lady M order it like a size or two too small. For him? Yeah. If, if you notice, it's like really, really tight on yeah. it. Let's just say that didn't last through the day. I thought he was just in good shape. No. No. I literally <laughs> She's like, you can't do that. I'm like, sure we can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's messed. What about Pete's? Was that the right size? Oh, no. We, we had to order a size extra because when you see him, by the time you actually got here in the event, he could always gain a couple of pounds. So we ordered, we ordered, Not now. Now he's losing we weight. Ordered, we ordered up for Pete Hernandez. <laughs> Did you wear one? Who, me? Yeah. I, I don't know. Why was everybody in Lederhosen? It was Oktoberfest. It was... Oh, okay. It was, okay. The, that was, the year it was just on a Tuesday in July they decided to wear Lederhosen. What's the matter with you? It was Oktoberfest. I, I was just... It was the Dunkel launch. I didn't know you dressed up Was it the Dunkel launch? It was that. the Dunkel launch, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was okay. the launch of the Dunkel. Well, going back. So, yeah. Harkening back to the days. For those of you who didn't see the 8 million posts on... Uh, Facebook this week. We're going to give you the IPCPR recap and hopefully get some stories that didn't quite make the uh, yes. social media feed. Yes. Eric, the Master Sensei, Mr. Gut, Eric Guttermson himself, oh, will be here to talk to us first. Then in the second hour, we're going to talk to Cigar Coop, see what his he got here, get the d- dirt, the skinny. The skinny. See what was happening over there at the IPCPR. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Mr. Master Sensei himself. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Bold and complex. That is the new Romeo San Andres by Romeo Lieta. Using the very best San Andres wrapper leaf available in the market, Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez collaborated together to create a new standard among San Andres cigars. Medium to full-bodied. This cigar is bountiful in both flavor and aroma. Available nationally for the first time, Romeo San Andres is a cigar you do not want to miss. Make sure to get one today at your local tobacconist. Romeo San Andres by Romeo Julieta. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. 
from the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Monte Cristo has set the standard once again, turning back the hands of time by utilizing a long-forgotten, unique aging process that harmonizes the flavors of the wrapper binder and filler with the use of small pilones. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured is an exquisite cigar you must try now. Available nationally for the first time, Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured features a 2006 Nicaraguan Rosado Oscuro wrapper that is both beautiful and distinctive. This cigar is a masterpiece no one should miss. Make sure you get one today at your local tobacconist. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured. For 500 years, Nicaragua has served as a crossroads of cultures, ever since indigenous inhabitants mocked arriving Spanish conquistadors in a colorful costume satirical masterpiece called El Huehuense, or The Wise Man. This great dance continues today in the careful blending of Nicaragua's finest tobacco. Master blender Nicolas Melillo has worked tirelessly to create and honor the great dance of flavors in El Huehuense cigars. Visit FoundationCigars.com. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Dave himself. Good morning. Hello, hello. So, Welcome uh, back to this, the 21st of July the year 2018. Man, this summer is like over. It feels like that every year, but maybe it's just because we don't get a break. We're just stuck doing the same thing. I don't know. I mean, like, I always feel like when the kids get out of school, I'm like, oh, great, I got this awesome, like, three-month-long time, and it's like, gone already. It's crazy. July's over, and they get, like, half of August. You know. Whatever happened to I miss back in the day, back in our day, when school didn't start till after Labor Day. Well, that's because you're in Florida. It, it, I think up in the Northeast, it still starts after Labor Day. No, it doesn't. Nah. It doesn't on Long Island. I don't know. It's usually the day after. I'm not up to date on when schools open and close. But then again, See, you down, know, my, kid, my kids get out in May. Yeah, you know? down we, here we they get, get out, out early. We, yeah, we didn't get out until like, till June something. Yeah, first June 22nd June. was our last day oh, yeah, of school. Yeah, first week of June, maybe second week of June tops. But yeah, it's a it's a seriously it's a sou- it's a southern thing because in the in the southern states, I guess when it used to get a lot hotter in in July and August and nobody had air conditioning. They couldn't have kids in school in June, July, and August. So that's what you had lemonade for. <laughs> Just get a big fan; it'll all work it's out. Yeah. And now on the phone with us, the Master Sensei himself, Mister Eric Gutterimson. Eric, welcome back, Master Sensei. Well, hey, how's it going, guys? Glad to be back. Uh, it's been a while, but uh, excited to be on the show this morning. Sounds like it's early over there for you. It is. It's it's a bit early, <laughs> and it was a late it was a late night last night. So you know, hey, we're We'll cope. I'll figure it out. So you, you drove from Colorado to Vegas, and obviously you had to drive back. Do you feel you've recovered from this year's trade show yet? Uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm fully recovered yet. Um, yeah, we always drive. It's a beautiful drive, you know, and 
we got all the gear and stuff, so it's it's not that it's not that far. It's just like eleven hour, ten hours or whatever and you get some amazing scenery, so that's, that's something I look forward to every year is like zipping down there. I always feel like I needed like a vacation after coming back from the trade show. Like I need like a yeah. four day break. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I sort of feel like that way. Um, but, but no, it, it was, it's always exhausting, but fun at the same time, you know? So do you have any highlights that stick out uh, from this year's show for you right away? Um, well, it was a wild sort of show. Um, a lot of, you know, there was a lot of cocktail parties and and whatnot. Like there always is, like there always is. But this year it seemed to be a, a lot. I don't know if there was more, or if we just went to more of them, or or whatever. But it seemed like a lot of kind of like uh, after hours kind of stuff, which was fun. Um, of course, there was this the, the wild, you know, crazy fire you guys probably heard about. I think um, talked about it, but uh, which delayed uh, Sundays start of the show um I, I we got up that morning and I, I had a text from matt booth was like don't come to the show there's been a fire and i thought he was like pulling my leg you know like matt booth would do like you know like jack and right. me right yeah and so i i sort of like looked it up i went to the ip spare website and sure enough there was been some sort of fire and that was bizarre you know and then the craziest the crazier thing about that was that same day uh when the show was supposed to open at one o'clock we were heading out, and we got stuck in an elevator. Oh, I saw that. And I did we, see that. Yeah, we were we were stuck in an elevator for like thirty five wow. minutes. But at least it was horrible. At least you had some booze. Yeah. There was booze I, there. there. I was saw booze. you. Had but some I'm a little booze. I'm a little claustrophobic, you know. There's ten people in an elevator. I was getting antsy. Wow. Really? Where, where where was the elevator that you got stuck in? So we were at Golden Nugget. We always hang downtown. Um, just the, the bars down there and stuff are sort of more our style. There's a really cool old bar called Atomic. So anyways, we're at Golden Nugget. They have a cool pool, too. We're coming down from the the 11th floor, and, you know, the elevator starts filling up more and more people, you know, getting on it. And then right at about 2, it just it sticks. You know, we had to call the, the, the security and all this. are trying to get us out, <laughs> and it was insane. Um, but eventually the weirdest thing of all was there's this, there's this kid – Really strong kid at the front of the elevator. He's like in a powerlifting competition. Vivacious. And he, he, he was like, um, he was like, I have to be, I have to do my lift here in in fifteen minutes, and if I if I miss the first lift, I'm disqualified. No. So he's starting to, yeah, he's starting to sweat, and like you know, you could tell he's getting like antsy and nervous, you know. And eventually, he just grabs with his fingers the the door and literally just like hulks it, just like rips open. The door, I, I, it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And then he just bolts out and runs down the, the hallway, you know. Did, and uh, Did you hold your hands up like olive oil and say, my hero? Wait, so this guy rips <laughs> yeah. the door open before anybody gets there? Yeah, he, no, there's, there's, there's security and stuff outside, like trying but, to figure something out. He bolts past them, just like pushes them out of the way and just runs down the hallway to his to his, uh, you know, weightlifting competition. And, and, and were the rest of and us still the, stuck the, in there? The rest of the rest of us in the elevator, they, they wouldn't let us off because they're like, you know, don't, no, don't, don't, don't try to get through this. You know, if, if you do, you might get chopped in half. And uh, Wow. So, yeah, I guess so it then, starts up. Yeah. Yeah. It's in between floors, I guess, right? 
Right. Yeah. How, how did he know that he would board. be able to get out? That's that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty brave move. What if they and were, no like, one got this on camera? That would have been awesome. We yeah no we didn't get the him ripping the door open which we should have but uh, yeah the dojo would have gone viral that weekend. Would you like to hear my elevator story? Sure. I have yeah. actually a pretty good elevator story. Oh, I'd have, I've I've never heard this. This one. is actually I don't remember it, but he just kind of really reminded me of it. Um, uh, I'm going to guess, I think it was my sophomore year going into my junior year, I went to a football camp at the University of Santa Clara in California. It was actually a pretty cool camp. I got to meet the likes of uh, Matt Millen, Tutal Jones, Steve Young, Jerry Rice, wow. um, Lester Hayes. A lot of you guys are going to realize how old you are by the the athletes I just mentioned. The but fact that I consider Matt Millen more the uh, general manager of the Lions and not a player right? really puts it right? into perspective. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, there was a lot of great, great, great players. And it was a great camp. It was two weeks long. Um, and um, at the end of the camp, and, and listen, I was a big kid. I mean, when I played football my, our senior year, my senior team had like four guys over 300 pounds oh, in wow. high school. Well, even back then, that's a lot. Yeah. So, but when I got to this camp, I was small. This is the first time in my life I met Samoans. I don't know if you ever met Samoans, man. The biggest people in the world. Dude, their thighs were like my whole body, yeah. my waist. So I don't know if we got enough time. we got enough time. Until I, you got a minute and a okay, half. Well, I'm going to speed it up then. Basically, last day of camp after everybody, they send you to this building to exit, and it's on the fourth floor. And, of course, everybody's you know, we're young, we're stupid, we're, lo- we're loading in, right? And... I'm telling you, before we get to the fourth or fifth floor, whatever it is, the elevator starts squeaking and it starts sliding and the brakes come on, right? Fire department comes and they start counting us, bro. I think the weight limit was like 1,500 pounds. That could have been maybe five of us. <laughs> you know? And there was like eight, eight nine guys in the elevator. And they're looking at us and saying, are you guys idiots? You because know, we want to get in there and get out and go home. And we just cramped. And I swear, I was the smallest guy in the elevator. I was the smallest. They, they... they the faces on the fire department as we're coming out, it was like a clown car. They couldn't believe that we all crammed in that elevator. Luckily, the dojo guys are quite uh, quite trim. Bro, there, was, there, there yeah. wasn't oxygen between our bodies. That's how bad it was. It was bad. Oh, man. Yes, this has been What Not to Put on an Elevator oh, with true Honest story. Abe. True story. <laughs> and the answer is Samoans. In Manhattan, people pack camp. in like that, too. I, I was an elevator operator at Tiffany's when I first started, and people you'd be surprised how many people we could get on an elevator. <laughs> uh, from now on, I'll be riding in elevators or taking the stairs on my own. Yes, right here on KMA Talk <laughs> It's scary Radio. when I'm the smallest guy. Yeah, that's... Uh, wow. I wow. couldn't even imagine that. That'd be pretty bad. We're going to come back more with Ms. Master Sensei Eric Gutterman himself talking about the IPCPR, some more highlights, some cigars he smoked, Things he liked, and possibly the favorite cocktail contraptions that he might have gotten to savor while Viva Las Vegas sing it, baby. All right here on this week's edition of KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, Kimasabi. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. Do you really want to hear another cigar ad that talks about wrappers and fillers and binders and aging and ratings? Blah, blah, blah. Tell you what, pick up an Alec Bradley cigar. Smoke it. Enjoy it. Spend an hour with it and you'll be one happy camper. That's all you need to know. We'll talk to you again real soon. If you had to pack a go bag, what would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilotico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilotico Pepe Mendez, 
a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes, and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go, too. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Tobacco legend Julio Aroa and his son, Justo Aroa, bring back the authentic Corojo and Aladino cigars. A true Cuban puro, giving homage to original vintage Vitolas. Aladino cigars are also available in a dark, rich Maduro wrapper. JRE Tobacco has an unwavering commitment for consistency and quality. Experience our commitment to excellence in any one of our three lines. The Aladino, the Rancho Luna, and the Tatascan. Light up a JRE cigar today. Visit JRETobacco.com. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, produced in small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLECigars.com for more information. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live once again here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I'm Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, the legend himself, Mr. Honest Abe. Good morning, everybody. And we are here talking IPCPR wrap-up, starting off with... The Cigar Dojo's Master Sensei, Mr. Eric Gutterman's himself. Now, before we went to break, we had teased about, you know, just obviously the IPCPR has a lot of new cigars that come out. So, Eric, what were a couple of cigars you were looking forward to trying this year 
and got into trying? Well, um, I can't say as I tried all the ones that I'm going to mention because, you know, to be honest with you, I try not to smoke a ton when I'm at the show because you're just, you get, you start in the morning and by the time you're, by the time it's nighttime, you know, you, you might say stuff that you think, you know, that, that ruins it for you. So your palate's just so shot. But there was there are some so cigars true. that you can only smoke so many cigars. I, I, it's more like I smoke about a dozen quarter sticks. Yeah, right, right. That's okay. pretty much what happens. Yeah. You end up talking, you leave it, you start it, you grab another one. Somebody hands you one. You got it. Yeah. My rule is you have until you get to the next booth, and yeah. then you have to put that cigar down, yeah. and then because someone else is going to give you one, and if you don't smoke it right then, it's, you're not, you I mean, look, it. it's not where you really want to go and like really. Develop your palate. Enjoy. Yeah. Does somebody? Right. Does somebody? Do, like, do you do palate cleansers, Adam? When you're there, I know you're like. You don't have any time. To... Oh, really? Oh, you know. You don't have time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, like, uh, I would also involve being in prepared. the uh, new uh, Sin Compromiso by Steve Saka. That was that's probably the one that I can't wait to try the most. I didn't get a, I didn't get a lot of those. So, so the the one a couple of samples that I did get, you know, I'm saving them till just the right time. But I, I, that looks like a really, really, really good cigar, and the, the story—the story behind the tobacco on that one's really interesting too. So, well, share share the story. Some of our listeners may not know the story behind the tobacco on that one. Yeah, so it's really cool. Like um, Steve talks about how there's these these melons in Japan or something, and they're super expensive, and they make them be, in in such a way where they they essentially like remove all of the uh, flowers and leaves and stuff, except for maybe like one where the one melon is. And then that one melon just gets all of the nutrients from the plant. And so it becomes this amazingly good melon, right? Well, he does the same thing with the wrapper on that cigar. They, they literally remove, you know, all the leaves except for like the top few, six or eight or whatever, you know, which is a, a highly inefficient way if you're trying to harvest a bunch of tobacco. Sure. But, it, those top six leaves, they're literally getting all of the, the minerals and nutrients from the soil that would have normally gone to, you know, some of the lower primings on that plant. It's kind so of like my household story. growing up. I I'm, got all I'm the nutrients over my brother. plays out. I think that's kind of like my household growing up. You see, my, my, I got all the nutrients and my brother didn't get anything. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, you know, 120 pounds and four feet tall. So sin literally, sin compromiso. Obviously, actually, I had the pleasure of trying it when Steve was here. Oh, oh, ago. you did have it. I yes. wasn't sure if you tried it when yes. he was here last time. Yes, yes. It, it's excited about that cigar. It's not going to be probably a cigar for everybody, but definitely that the um, a certain range of people are going to really, really love. Do you that know? Cigar. Do we know the price point yet? I don't think it's going to be a cheapie. Right. Do you know the price point offhand, uh, Eric? Um, I, so, so I'm thinking 15, yeah. um, but I, oh, okay. I, could, I could be wrong about that. I, I, I'm going to, I'll uh, guess the 14 to 16 range. I'm going to guess. Yeah. That. I feel like when Steve yeah. was here, he was saying it might end up in the 18 to 20. Yeah. So it's one of those things, but, um, no, it was, it was definitely a good talk. What was with the, I hate Steve Saka buttons. Uh, I see, I saw, these, I saw them everywhere. And is, is it a face with a goat? Is that supposed to be like Juan cancel? <laughs> No, I think that's supposed to be Saka. <laughs> no, because it looks like there's a mouth, and then it looks like there's a goatee. Saka has, I, I honestly don't know. Saka has facial hair. 
Sockalicious. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't look like Steve Sockin. Why would Steve Sockin? I looked like I, – I, it reminded me of Juan Cancel. I hope he's listening to the show. <laughs> when, you look, when you get a close-up of those buttons, if you find those buttons, if you find a picture – just, I got it. Saka yeah. posted it today. Yeah, yeah. Put it up on there. It, it, it looks like Juan Cancel. It looks like Juan Cancel saying, I hate Steve Saka. I, I didn't even see those at all. Oh, they're funny. They're little, like, red-orange buttons that he made that said, I hate Steve Saka. There was a, oh, but a, Steve made them. Yeah. yeah. He was passing them out. He said he brought hundreds of them, and they, they got, they're all gone. Like, everybody took them. <laughs> Man, I want one. Uh, we'll get you one. I'd wear one on a daily basis. I'll say- <laughs> I'm kidding, Steve. While smoking a unicorn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else? What, what else yeah. did you see at the show? That well, look. Here's my thing. Because as somebody who's been to many, 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 many shows, there's always stuff that I looked forward that I heard about, and sometimes I was impressed, and sometimes I was disappointed. What were some of your best? Like, wow, this was great. And what was eh, okay? I was a little more excited than I enjoyed the cigar. You know, we we smoked the the new Hoya in the Dakota set at their party, at the Drew Estate party. And um, that cigar was really good, and it was crazy. We went to that party, I think we were there for two hours, and they, they lit that cigar up for us, that New Hoya de Nicaragua, at the start of the party. And when I left the party, maybe two hours later, I, I think I still had half of that cigar left. Wow. It's such a slow-burning cigar. It's, that's going to be a, a fun one, I think, uh, for people to to try um the new tatuai 15th anniversary i didn't get to have yet but that looks that looks really really good um well, you know, Pete's and i did smoke the new agonorsa signature which was excellent you know pete throws around samples like manhole covers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no i thought that was pretty yeah funny. it's hard to get a sample out of pete johnson oh is is pete the one because because you said that about um our last guest at the casa de Monte cristo uh, pete, Hern- pete hernandez about- Oh, no, Pete's actually generous. <laughs> I was picking on him. No. Well, listen, I mean, listen, in, in defense of Pete, he gets bombarded with like 8,000 people who all want free cigars all day long. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you, not, I guarantee you there's not that many people who walked out and got to try that cigar in advance. So according to our Facebook guru, uh, AJ, it was supposed to be Sokka, that, that picture on the button. It was? Yeah, huh. it was supposed to be Sokka. I'm going to have to verify I'm going to post it and ask Steve Saka or Juan Cancel. I might just text him. Through. I'm, I'm, I'm going to text him. Through. Actually, tag them. Tell him, tell him I said that I believe that this is actually a self-portrait of Juan Cancel. <laughs> it uh, does not look like Steve Saka. It doesn't. I'm telling you, it looks like Juan. That's why, listen, the first time I saw it, Juan had two of them like, in the spot where his nipples would be on his shirt. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and they had, he had them both circled on a Facebook post. And I... I didn't know the story, so I texted Steve and I a picture of this. I'm like, this is a joke, right? Because you never know in this industry. People get, like, peeved and, like, you know, Juan could have had a big beef with Steve and I didn't know about it. But, um, you know, he, Steve's like, no, I made those as a joke. But I I just assumed that that was Juan can't sell. It just looks like Juan. Uh, well, if you want to see more, hey, make sure you head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. We'll be sure to have all the info and a long list of people to comment on it as the day goes on. So... We got time to go. Right? Oh, yeah, I know. So, so what didn't live up to the hype, in your opinion? What didn't live up to the hype? Um, Which is not necessarily saying anything's a bad cigar. It just it didn't, might have not just been didn't as live fresh up to the expectations that you might have had going in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eric, right now, is going one. through his list uh, of possible sponsors. Uh, who do I not want to burn? <laughs> who is going to not renew their sponsorship? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've no, insulted um, I've insulted a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> so 
You are. You should be. You should be fine. I I'll have to report back after I get a chance to really like go through everything. But uh, you know, um, as far as as far as his experiences that maybe didn't live up to the expectation, there was. Um, uh, you know, I obviously felt bad for AJ and those guys, but uh, you know, with the fire, the, the rest of the, the rest of the show, they're just on you know concrete floors and wow. and whatnot. But uh, and uh, let's see, uh, I don't know. You know, it was Abe the, the I think it was really optimistic year this year. It seemed like everybody. I don't. I it seemed to me like foot traffic was way down, but everybody. There wasn't a lot of people complaining. I mean, like a. You know, in years past, I've had, you know, like maybe 60% of the people just be like, oh, there's not many people here, whatever. See, but it's, it seemed like they were optimistic. Maybe the maybe lesser people were showing up at the show, but they were buying more. I don't know. Listen, but, that, but that's, the, pretty jazzed. that's what they say every year. But let me, let me explain to you the optical illusion of the IPCPR trade <laughs> show, okay? Because my first trade show was in 1995, okay, in Orlando. Um, at a place that couldn't even hold a quarter of the showroom floor that we have today. So here's the problem. Retailers aren't multiplying exponentially, okay? The cigar manufacturing size industry has. So this showroom floor has expanded in such a retarded amount in the Mm -hmm. last decade and a half that even if you added 15% more people, it's going to look a lot more emptier. It's going to look a lot less full because you, you, the, the attendance really floats around the same rough number every year. I, I've been on the board for three years. It doesn't skyrocket. It doesn't, you have a little more, you have a little less, depending on the year, where it is, whatever is going on. It's not, and, and they're, they're not devastating numbers. You're not talking about, oh, 10,000 more people showed up. It's like 300 more, 400 less. You know, it's, you know, there's not that many premium retailers in the, in the country. It's not like the C stores or Seven Elevens where there are hundreds of thousands of them. You know the the premium retailer. I remember there is not a quickie mart in every corner. Yeah, it's in the low thousands. It's probably three thousand members or something like that. Four thousand, maybe five thousand. If it's really extended to a lot of smaller and C shops who don't really look at ninety percent of the product that's at a trade show. So so that's the problem. It keeps looking more shallow, less attended because everybody's spread out more. I remember my first few trade shows, you couldn't walk without bumping in the shoulders into people. Could you imagine that? That sounds awful. Well, I mean, it's how it was. I mean, you were constantly bumping into people because there wasn't that much space. I mean, and I'm, I'm not kidding you, and Eric, you can verify I didn't go this year, but at any given time, you could probably throw a bowling ball down an aisle and not hit anybody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, and, and I don't think it's because attendance has been plummeting. I think they keep expanding. And not just that. Forget about all the new manufacturers. Because, you know, with the birth of social media and guys like Eric and Coop, I mean, literally, guys who had no hope or dreams of ever breaking any ice in the cigar industry had a venue now without having to spend thirty grand an issue on Cigar Aficionado. So now you have a lot of these guys who... Have, have filtered into the market, and on top of that, you got companies like Davidoff, where their booth has got to be double, if not triple, the size of the booth ten years ago. Actually, they shrank their booth this year. I was reading; it's smaller than it was, but it's still massive. It's a mammoth. Yeah, you know. So, um, you know, I, I think that's part of it. So, you know, because every year you hear people complaining about how there's not a lot of people, but everybody says, "Oh, we did more business than last year." Yeah, <laughs> and everybody, everybody says it. 
you know, some guys may say, ah, oh, we're a little off. But everybody always has a very, very good show. We have the best we ever did. I mean, a couple of things, people, people who go there and travel there are going there to buy. So right. that's you, the you, point. You're getting a guy who's coming to buy and spend money. So that's part of the uptick. But I don't think the depend. I, mean, I don't think it's. I don't think the attendance is as bad as everybody always makes it look like it is, and it's dropping. I think the. I've said a long time ago, they really should limit the the footprint of the the trade show. It doesn't need to be that big. Hundred percent. Yeah, true. That's a good point. Absolutely. A lot of great points, a lot more great stuff to come. We're going to also hear about what Eric might have had as his most disappointing moment of the show. <laughs> Be it some most party. Dis- you want me to share his most disappointing moment? Was it some party? Was it the food at something? Who knows? We'll have to find out. Right here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too! Yes, it's mandatory. Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the Decade. Try it. When Dominican passion, artistry, and skill combine with 114 years of family legacy, you don't just have a cigar. You have the cigar. Whether you love the mild, flavorful La Aurora 1987 Connecticut, the spicy 1962 Corojo, or the always smooth, sweet La Aurora 1903 Cameroon, you aren't just enjoying a part of history. You're lighting your own legacy, flavor, value, family. Be a part of something. Look to the lion. Smoke La Aurora. We are Dominican defined. Looking for something unique and awesome? Smoke Oscar Valdaris Cigars. 2012 Connecticut. 2012 Corojo. 2012 Maduro. The Oscar Habano. The Oscar Maduro. My Way and our latest creation, Oscar Valdaris Cicerone Edition. A great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork. Remember, Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you. Ask for Oscar Cigars in your favorite cigar shop. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and its master ligador, Steve Saka, is crafting the very finest cigars available today. One such brand is his Todos Los Dias. This liga is very smooth with tastes of dark chocolate and figs with a nice sweet chili pepper that escalates in warmth as you smoke it. On the palate, it feels like a medium-bodied smoke, but it is lying to you as this cigar is quite strong. From the first puff, there is no doubt of the origin of Todos Los Dias or that it is intended solely for the seasoned cigar smoker. Viva Nicaragua! To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke. 
with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per- the person's taken care of. Insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Dave himself. I don't even know what segment we're in. We don't have, I don't have a clock. Oh, uh, which is, we're in this we're is the last, my, we're in the last before the bottom of the hour. Uh, put put oh, my camera top, on. Top of the hour, sorry. This is my, this is my show clock that I can go by here. Uh, Paul's going to take a while to get over here, but it's all right. But yeah, this, this is, yeah, this is my show camera. This is, this is how I can tell time where we're at in the show. You think, you know, most studios... We can't afford have, batteries. Yeah. I think it's the batteries. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it's like blinking awkwardly. <laughs> this is what happens. All right, on the line still, Mr. Eric Gutterimson... From Cigar Dojo, Eric. Thanks for calling in, waking up so early on this Saturday morning. Hey, glad to be here, man. So, um, you went with your son. Yes, he was there. How many trade shows has it been now for you guys? Uh, let's see. Uh, since 2012. Oh um, God, so, long. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun, right? So, um, adds up quick. What was what was the question you had before the break? Okay. What, what was your most disappointing moment from the trade show, other than getting stuck in an elevator for thirty minutes? <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, probably the only uh, thing I could think of that was you know, uh, I, there was a point where I had a chicken carbonara sandwich at one point, <laughs> and it, it was it might have been the most horrific piece of, of food that I've ever attempted to. Choke down, but uh, where was that? All in all, it was actually it was it was at the trade show. It was like you know the little vendors there. Oh, so you get hungry, this, you walk around. You that mean this is and, before two a.m. <laughs> because usually those yeah, kind of foods yeah. you encounter between two and four in the morning. Yeah, you know, usually half drunk. Yeah. Your your standards are a little less. You know, you you right. make two. Oh, this is the middle of the day. You had the sandwich at the food yeah, court. It, it was it was it was rough. I, I hey, believe, you know what? What, do you, what can you expect from a you know a, a little food vendor at the thing? So. I believe that in approximately eighteen or nineteen trade shows I've been to, I've eaten in the food yeah. court once. It's just not good, huh? Well, honestly, it's not that it's just not good, but in the early on in the days, you don't have time. Yeah. So I really don't stop to eat. There's just no point to stop to eat. Then as 
I started taking staff and had a little more time, I wouldn't eat that anyway. We'd walk out and eat somewhere. I mean, when we were in New Orleans, Vegas, when we were in New Orleans, we were going out having lunch every day somewhere cool. We're, you got it. That was part of my day. <laughs> no, no, Where are we going to have lunch today? <laughs> the first couple of days we were in New Orleans. He and his dad go off, and they're like, "Okay, we'll be back in like an hour. We'll see you then. Uh, go t- let us know where you're at when we get back." Thanks. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> I, 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 and one year we went to Willie Mays Whiskey House, which is like rated one of America's number one fried chicken places in the world. Okay. And was it? Oh, dude, let me tell you something. First off, I knew I was going somewhere awesome because as I was walking out and Steve Saka said where I was going, and I told him, he said, bring me back a bag of chicken. I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> and he was here. I'm like, you're kidding, right? No. I've been wanting to get there. Bring me back a bag of chicken. So I knew this place had to be good. Okay. Because, I mean, this Steve knows his food. So we get there, and it's drizzling rain. And, and first off, it was like not too long after uh, – Katrina. Yep. And so, like, when, we, when the guys take us, I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, are you sure you're taking me where civilization is? And then there's this. Yeah, you never know. There's this little house. I'm not kidding you. People lined up down the block in the drizzle rain. They're standing underneath the one and a half foot ledge of the roof. Yeah. Trying to stay out of the rain. And I look at this. I said, what? <laughs> Are they giving this stuff away? What's going on? This, this is like in, you know, 12, 30 in the afternoon. Right. So I, my wife goes, I, I was ready to go. My, my wife always the, you know, optimist. Let me go ask. She goes, comes back. Goes, they said it'd be only 15 to 20 minutes. There's no way. It's like a three-hour wait. And let me tell you something. It was a 20-minute wait. Wow. They were shuffling them in and out as fast as you could. Think. And, and, and when you get close to and as I'm in line, I'm talking to everybody. Yeah, I'm from Alabama. Yeah, I'm... There was like nobody local, and everybody was like from all over the country. Wow. And then, and then, and then, I'm asking people as they're coming out, "Was it worth it?" And they're like, "I just met God." <laughs> and I'm telling you, it was some of the best fried chicken I ever had. You, you know what I wanted to ask, Master Sensei? Do Do you know about this Caldwell and Mombacho like kind of fake feud that was going on during I the show? I just heard about this this morning. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm sort of like on the outskirts of knowing what's going on. I know, I know that, um, you know, Caldwell had been putting stickers. Like, I think they were putting stickers in around the Mumbacho factory in Granada, Nicaragua, <laughs> and that sort of maybe started, started it. And you know, it was all in good fun. And this year, like Caldwell, like they uh, TP'd the Mumbacho booth, and then he wow. started Mombacho a GoFundMe page, these, like. Uh, they TP'd the Bombacho booth. Wait, they TP'd it, like, at the end yeah. of the show, or? No. No, it was, like, uh, it was, like, day three, I think. That's the wow. Matt Booth influence. That's it so really bad. is, right? The stickers, the, the TP, the, uh, that's funny. It's a good thing. And, it, and then, and then Mombacho did, it had a pretty good comeback. They, they printed up all these little, like, flyers that they were handing out that said, you know, come to the Caldwell booth at 11 a.m. There's going to be a special release, and, and everybody will get one as long as you're there at 11 a.m. Wow. Of course, there was no, you know, there was no special release or anything. Wow. But then uh, Cal- Cal- Caldwell did, you know, act quick, and they had just drawn, you know, a, a sort of a silly little thing on a cigar and, and was handing that out to the crowd of people that was was there at 11 a.m. Wow. That's you know that's bad on Mombacho because now we get everybody to go to the Caldwell booth and they didn't go to his booth. They didn't go to the Mombacho booth. <laughs> well, you know, it's yeah, all, the, all the Mombacho guys were actually at the Caldwell booth at that time as well. So it was, <laughs> it was pretty cool. It was, it was kind of fun. It gave us something different, different sort of aspect of the show. You know, guys kind of goofing each other. It seemed you know, like it was all in great fun. You know, it's only fun in games until someone starts a fire. Yeah. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 too soon? Too soon? 
Too soon? Too soon. All right, so, uh, Eric, I'm sure you guys have a lot of content you're putting up in the next uh, couple of days from the IPCPR. Uh, how much content is going to be up there, and when can people look forward to start seeing the content from the show? Yeah, so this year we decided to do video. Uh, it's the first time we've done video. Um, and um, so we'll be putting that up over the next month or two, um, just, you know, one or two, three a week or whatever, um, and, and, and until they're all done. But uh, uh, it's, a lot, it's a lot more work. But Jordan, you know, my son, he's, 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 he's crazy. He loves doing stuff like this. So, uh, so it'll be fun. I'm, I'll be, we'll be curious to see how this goes. But normally we just do interviews and, and sort of write a little article, but this year we'll do a video. So. Very cool. Look forward to reading that. And uh, who's coming up uh, in the near future on Smoke Night Live? Honest Dave. Well, um, uh, we're hoping that uh, Matt Booth is on Friday, this coming Friday, um, and uh, then after that, uh, the, like the first week of August, we go to Honduras to hang out at Camp Camacho, so uh, we're going to do a live show down there. Let so. us know if the monkey's there. <laughs> the monkey's long gone. I just want to make sure. Monkey's All long right, gone. Eric, the best of luck in Honduras. I look forward to hearing about your travels and adventures there. When we come back, we are going to talk to Cigar-Coop.com about his adventures at the IPCPR, see what he has to say talk about the things he smoked and we'll also see this week who belongs in a cigar insane asylum all here on kma talk radio keep it lit win a date with adam k the brewmeister tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> i'm overjoyed it's um i didn't even have breakfast i just went out the house win a date with adam k the brewmeister it's already changing my life i'm thinking of <laughs> like with the family with myself uh having the accessibility and the option is, is really what it's what it's about win a date with the brewmeister one of the things is that you can go with your kids and like have memories and like go on road trips so it's also a bonding thing for the family it's nice sometimes to just have the, uh, the freedom to go on a ride you know just take a drive well we're going to make that happen win a date with the brewmeister we'll never know really what her true feelings are wow. she's not allowed to share those feelings wow. but she's also used to uh, meeting controversial figures but wow. i think the fact that the meeting went over by 17 minutes indicates that they were perhaps quite enjoying their tea together win a date with adam k the brewmeister dutch treat of course that's fantastic. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. The Southeast Club of the Year is Spearmint Rhino, where every night is a party surrounded by the hottest entertainers from around the world. Start your week like a rock star with Magnum Mondays, Belvedere, and Moe Magnums. Only $100. Keep it going with $10 Tuesdays, $10 dances all day, all night. Every Warrior Wednesday, they salute those who serve with 20% off tabs and $100 bottles for first responders and active military. Offering drink and food specials daily and guest DJs. Weekly Spearmint Rhino is South Florida sports headquarters. Watch your favorite sporting events, including boxing and UFC matches, that can all be viewed from many large screen HD TVs. Party in South Florida's best adult playground and head over to Spearmint Rhino and mention at the door Honest Abe sent you for free entry. That's right, free entry. Also available to all military with valid ID. For more information or employment opportunities, visit spearmintrhino.com or stop by in person. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to the hardcore edition of KMA Talk Radio. 
Broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I'm Adam K. The Brewmaster. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe himself. Good morning. Yeah. Now, Go ahead. And yeah. Paul. And I, Paul. I keep forgetting he, about him. He doesn't introduce me. He doesn't always do it. Here. So, yeah. No, no, see, if we're somewhere else and you're sitting within the camera shots, then yes. I'm in the camera shots not, now. There's, there's a producer There's a cam. camera, but you have to put it on you, and then it's not on the actual people that are, you know, in the name of the show. Well, you can say in, in the box, in the blue. In the, in blue. the booth over there, it's yeah. Paul. Um, that's funny. Now, I heard during the break that you're naming your son Axel. <laughs> yeah. Axel, really? You didn't know this? No, I didn't know this. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't pay attention to you that much. So you're, so you're giving him too much credit. Please, please tell me you're giving him the middle name Rose. No. Oh, come on. See, but that was my issue with naming him Axel. I actually, we were hesitant because of that, so I did I a poll. Excellent. Listen, I didn't. I, I I rejected certain names my wife picked for my children solely on the fact that it reminded me of someone I didn't like with that name, and I didn't want the connotation of either that person or that famous person. Well, so we, we did the same thing, and then my fear was that he'd get into class one day and somebody would be like, oh, your family's a bunch of Guns N' Roses fans, huh? But we pulled... I pretty much doubt by the time he gets into that's any what, class. So, so people my age, like in their in their mid-30s... Yeah, I they're going to say it to you, not but, to your kids. But I, I actually not. Like, I polled like 40 people, and two of them mentioned, I guess, Axel Rose. Excellent! My first thought was always Axel Foley. Uh, he doesn't get that problem. No, I don't oh know Oh, my God! How do you not know... Okay, let me, let me just Colin, do you get it? Yes! Oh, yes, okay. do not pull you, your friends, because if they're anything like you, they don't have, know nothing about col- common, what do you call it, common culture or whatever uh, it is? Popular culture. Pop- popular culture. Axel Foley, 48 Hours, Eddie Murphy. It's Beverly, oh, Beverly Hills, Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, Beverly, oh, I didn't know that Beverly was his Hills name. Cop. I know Beverly Hills Cop, yeah, I just don't Axel remember Foley. his name. Beverly so, Hills Cop 1, 2, and 3. Nobody, nobody said that, but just and so you know, you know, there is a reason why we're naming him Axel, though. Because so, you're a Guns N' Roses fan. No. So yes, my, child of mine. my wife changed her name to my last name, DeGracco, and her last name was Axelson, and she used to love that last name. So we actually looked into names that would be similar to that. Axel was one of them, and I'm a quarter German, and Axel is a popular name for boys in Germany, and it means strong. So I have a question now. When you go through the turnpike and it says like seventy five cents per axle, do you got to pay an extra seventy five cents now? Because <laughs> I have another one. <laughs> that was good. Okay, that was good. I, I that was good. <laughs> Coop, Coop is shaking his head right now. <laughs> wow, that was good. Listen, it, it was, this is almost as good as Fred Ruiz's post. I don't know if anybody saw it, but you know Jessica Biel's pregnant. Yeah, and it, it, you know, <laughs> my, my daughter. Yeah, thank she you for talking. Knows. We can hear you. She knows more than we do. <laughs> but yeah, Jessica Biel's pregnant. He says she's, he's missing a real opportunity if she doesn't name her son Batmo. Batmobile? <laughs> oh, it was a delayed reaction. That's actually pretty funny. But listen, I want to do a quick, before we get coupon, a little quick impromptu contest for listeners, for those listening to the show right now. All right? Um, as you can see, we're all sporting our cool KMA shirts. Yeah. Okay, Life, Liberty, oh. Pursuit of Fine Cigars on the back. All right? We want you to sport one of these awesome shirts if you don't have one. So here's the rules of the contest. Immediately after the show, because we hope you guys like the fact that we Facebook Live, because we, we put a lot of effort in getting the room ready and production. It's and a lot cameras. of work. In fact, good news, we may be two weeks away, and we'll keep you all posted from actually having a place where we're going to build our official KMA Awesome studios. Well, Somebody knocked may- on wood. Uh, I said two weeks away. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Might have a deal. So, But that's the effort we put in there. So here's the thing. 
it, immediately after the show to the first five people who share the video of the show. And you have to post in the comment section of our video of today's show, shared, so we know who the first five are. And it has to be once once the show is over, correct? I don't think you can share it until the show's over. Uh, you can. Uh, I did already. Really? To Florida Cigar Club, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay, well then, I guess after the show's over. Yep. After the show's over, so after... At 11.58.51... There you go. KMA Talk Radio. It tells Social you, media it tells alert. You time. We're going to take the first five people who share the show and post-share the show in the comments section... You'll get a KMA shirt, and we're also going to send you a sample, free sample of Infinity Blast Odor Shield, Ooh. which really works for your cars and stuff. I've been using it, yep. by the way. So we'll send you a free sample of that, and the shirts, of course, have availability of size, because you're going to tell me you're small, you're SOL. But we have most sizes <laughs> in stock. If you need a small, just get a large and wear it to bed. It'll, it'll be fine. Yes. Or just put it in hot water. It always shrinks it. I used to have to do that, and now it's coming back to bite me. Yeah. So that's that. <laughs> yeah, that was great, great, great. Great, great, hey, we got great transition on, there. Got somebody yeah. on the phone. Yeah. All right. Now on the line, on his journey back from the trade show of the IPCPR, let's see. Yeah, go ahead. You can play it. Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Coop, what is happening? How goes the journey back from Vegas? Uh, it's still going. It's still going. I'm in uh, central Arkansas right now. Is there a lot to do in central Arkansas? Um, you know, it's actually it's the Little Rock area, so it's okay. actually a little more um, populated. But I was up. I, I stayed in the Ozarks last night, which is something Ooh. I wanted to do, which is quite remote, is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. I have heard it, but I've also heard it's quite lovely. <laughs> he posted a picture of it last night, and I texted him this morning to make sure he was still alive. <laughs> It looked a little shady. No offense, Coop. I ho- I'm glad you're okay, though. Uh, still yep, no, it's all good. All good. Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe we lost him. <laughs> but maybe the Ozarks t- came and ate him up. So, uh, <laughs> Coop, what was one of the highlights of the trade show this year for you? Well, I think without a doubt this was Drew Estate's show. And uh, I thought it was going to be Drew Estate's show coming in. Um, they lived up to everything they've done. Um from Liga Pravada's 10th anniversary to some of the line extensions they've done to the rebranding of Herrera Esteli to Hoya de Nicaragua's 50th. Uh, the booth was spectacular. The products looked awesome, and they threw a great media party as well. Wow. So what was what was the uh, big attraction of the Drew Estate booth? Usually they got some kind of subculture studio pieces. Obviously they always got some kind of music going on. Sometimes they had a, uh, what do they call those, donk? cars or whatever any, any big attraction of the booth this year um this was kind of interesting so while i was there and this is kind of showing my age um huh. i there's a crowd gathering around jonathan right and jonathan's talking to someone and i go who's who's jonathan with everyone's snapping pictures of this guy and um they go that's rick ross and i'm like who's that <laughs> oh man Wow. Okay, okay, but who's? I have no idea who this guy was. I, I, <laughs> and, uh, I have no idea so who Rick Roth that is. That was like the big center attraction there. Who's Rick Roth? A uh, rapper. Okay, well, that's why I wouldn't know. A yeah. rapper. Yeah. I wouldn't know what he's Abe. I, I wouldn't have recognized him, but, but everyone did. Um, and I was kind of just, it was kind of showing my age there at that point. Because I was a 
But, yeah, so that was the big attraction. The booth itself was pretty much the same as last year. They focused around the water tower, um, which has been because they got rid of the old bridge that they used to have. Um, so that that was, I'd say, the big attraction there. Wow. <laughs> Interesting so, stuff. What, what was, so we talked about the highlights. So what was one of some of the lowlights of the show for you? Um, you know, there was actually one of them happened right before the show for me. Um, in that, you know, there was, there was an option from media that would have gotten us on the show floor a day early, um, before the show actually opened that would have led us to a broadcast down there. And that unfortunately due to communication errors, that wasn't communicated to me. So by the time it happened, um, we didn't have that option in front of us. It just wasn't practical. So that was, that was kind of a disappointment from, from that standpoint. Wow. Thank you for calling, yeah. calling in for Paul, who's not even listening, paying attention. <laughs> yeah, so that, I mean, that, that, that kind of was, I'd say, you know, one of, one of the disappointments there. Um, the other thing is you've, you've talked about the fire. Mm-hmm. The fire screwed up our schedule um, from, from Sunday to Tuesday. I mean, we, we couldn't – appointments got rescheduled, and it, it had a ripple effect right up until the show closed, um, which was um, – you know, so that, that had a, a bad effect. Um, the other thing I'll just mention that this was a downer for a lot of us after the show closed. Um, we got word that um, our local retailer in uh, North Carolina, yeah. a friend of mine, Havana Phil Siegel, uh, passed away suddenly, um, which I could tell you it affected a, a lot of us um, a great deal. Uh, he was a good man, and uh, we, we knew he wasn't at the show. We didn't know why, and then a couple of hours before the show closed, uh, we knew he was sick. And uh, he he left us uh, he left us that night. Absolutely, and you know it's a great thing you bring that up. We are just up on the break, and before we go to break, we would like to take a moment just for a moment of silence for Havana Phil. May he rest in peace, and to all who knew him, all our thoughts and prayers. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Bold and complex. That is the new Romeo San Andres by Romeo Lieta. Using the very best San Andres wrapper leaf available in the market, Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez collaborated together to create a new standard among San Andres cigars. Medium to full-bodied, this cigar is bountiful in both flavor and aroma. Available nationally for the first time, Romeo San Andres is a cigar you do not want to miss. Make sure to get one today at your local tobacconist. Romeo San Andres by Romeo Julieta. Make your next bold journey an epic one. When it comes to cigars, only one brand delivers intense, unforgettable experiences. Camacho. In continuing this fearless tradition, Camacho brings you the newest addition to its arsenal of badass. The new Camacho BXP. Intense, box-pressed, and crafted with rugged American broadleaf fillers from Pennsylvania. Available in Connecticut, Corojo, and Ecuador. Outfit your next bold journey with the new Camacho BXP. Known the world over as the Rolls-Royce of cigars. With unparalleled packaging and superb quality, Gurkha cigars are works of art that feature the rarest and best tobaccos in the industry, offering a flavor profile for every palate. The highly rated Gurkha brand creates a luxurious experience for even the most discriminating cigar smoker. So treat yourself today with an unparalleled cigar smoking experience. Visit GurkhaCigars.com to find a purveyor of Gurkha cigars near you. To affinity and beyond. 
That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Ventura Cigar Company is a boutique cigar brand born in sunny Southern California. Ventura Cigar Company is on a mission to create memorable, complex cigar blends that excite the senses and reward discriminating palates. Experience the Cigar Aficionado number 13 Cigar of the Year. The archetype, Axis Mundi. Rise up, step up, look up, fire up, and leave compromise behind with Ventura Cigar Company. Check them out online at VenturaCigar.com. Monte Cristo has set the standard once again, turning back the hands of time by utilizing a long-forgotten, unique aging process that harmonizes the flavors of the wrapper, binder, and filler with the use of small pilones. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured is an exquisite cigar you must try now. Available nationally for the first time, Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured features a 2006 Nicaraguan Rosado Oscuro wrapper that is both beautiful and distinctive. This cigar is a masterpiece no one should miss. Make sure you get one today at your local tobacconist. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I'm Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe. Good morning, everybody. And then Paul. Hi, Paul. Hey, Paul. Oh, hey. And on the line with us on his trek back. It's funny. He just stood up. I didn't realize he was sitting. (laughs) He stood up to talk in the mic, because I guess when you introduced him, he was sitting down. I, I yeah. didn't realize. I thought for a second, like, grew. Does it make me look thinner when I stand up? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not helping. Anyway, no. on the line with us from Arkansas, Mr. Cigar, hyphen Coop himself, William Cooper. Coop, thanks for being here on this lovely morning. What are you doing in Arkansas? I'm driving back from Vegas. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. How long has that? How long has the trip has that been? Um... It's actually, I've done it, I'm, I'm taking a much more leisurely pace, so it's four nights each way I've been doing, which i found very therapeutic, to say the least. Very therapeutic. So you would say that you have now attempted to recover from the trade show on this drive back? Yes. I, I mean, when I when I left Vegas, I went to my usual place in Flagstaff, and I just crashed that night. Um, I must have slept about, for me, when I sleep like 10 hours almost, that's, that's, that's unheard of, and I did. Um, because I was that tired, so I didn't really, you know, but so after, you know, that was my recovery. Very nice. So 
Coop, we, we've uh, we've mentioned some of the interesting things that happened at the show. So, what were some of the standout cigars so far for you from this show? Well, again, we were told, I know Matt. Since I mentioned this one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna concur with him. The Hoya de Nicaragua uh, Cinco, uh, Cinco de Cadas, uh, that 50th anniversary cigar. Um, I'm telling you, I've smoked a few of them now. I smoked one the night of the party. I've smoked a couple after that. That is right now uh, the star of the show for me. They they knocked it out of the park with this cigar. Um, tremendous, tremendous cigar. Wow. All right, we have to get my hands on one of those. I want to talk to you a little bit. I mean, i got to admit, we cheated a little bit. We went on your site and <laughs> looked at some of your uh, new release postings. And Yeah, well, Paul was looking for our list of stuff, so I had to tell him, it. well, you didn't have to look far. Yeah. I, I said to him, I was like, do you know a site that lists all the releases? And he goes, uh, cigar-coop.com. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, the producer, the best we can afford. Great job, Paul. Great job. But I, I want to talk to you about some of, these, some of these brands and some of the people that you listed who didn't show a new brand, which I also found very interesting. Whether that has an effect, direct effect of FDA or not, we'll find out. But um, let, let's let's start with um, one who didn't, who you listed, didn't show anything new, which typically every year they've kind of always had something new as far as I can remember. Ashton was one of the companies. Did Ashton not have anything new this year? They, they had nothing new. But I, yeah, that was definitely the They case. had a new booth. I guess that's where the effort um, That's where all the money went to put it, it in the new booth. kind of. It, it wasn't totally new, but I'm trying to think. But it was, yeah, but I mean, yeah, they had nothing new, to, which was a surprise. Usually they, they have a San Cristobal or a La Roma de Cuba at the minimum. They didn't have any of that this year. You know, I think a lot of people this year, I think, there were, now I'm assuming when you're saying there was nothing new, no new lines, I'll, I'll bet 10 to 1 they probably had some size extensions of current lines. I, I No, I didn't see, that's what really? I didn't see. I didn't see any of the size extensions. Wow. Usually they'll, you know, they can't so, come they don't usually go crazy right. with stuff, but th- this was very quiet this year. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Well, let's let's talk about some some of the new stuff. Uh, Monte Cristo every year has released a uh, group of de maestros, rare, and there's a new one coming out. Yep. Right. There's a group of de maestros private batch four, which is a, a limited series. They do that kind of in the in the chest. Um, according to Eddie Guerra, who um, is now with uh, Altus. That's going to be the last of those releases, though. But it's sounding like they're running through whatever tobaccos they had left, and, and that's going to be pretty much the last of that. I'll, um, I'll, take, did, I'll yeah. take the over on that bet. Uh, I'll take uh, what is a lie we're telling ourselves now but not for the future, Alex. <laughs> for 200 <laughs> Again, that's, I, I caveated. That's what I was told. <laughs> <laughs> is there money to be made out there? Guess what? We'll come back to it later. You know, because they, they yeah. didn't have enough tobacco, but they've extended this now, the group of maestros, to the H. Upman line this year, yeah? Yes, so they have, and that's a regular production. Uh, that's a Connecticut. Uh, it's a Connecticut. It has it's a nice presentation. Uh, it's got a Maduro cap on it. I haven't smoked it yet, but it's intended to be a bolder Connecticut offering. Um, so it's intended to be one of Connecticut's rooms. Um but they're also doing that to coincide with uh, the 175th anniversary of H. Upman as well. You need to find a high mountain range and stand up on one leg, Paul. Yeah, Paul. yeah we're a coop. coop. Yeah. <laughs> um, Trinidad. Now, here's a brand which I, you know, I spent a lot of money, I think, getting the rights to, to have the Trinidad brand here. I remember when they first released it. And it just seems they've been unable. It's got to be a decade and a half now almost. They've been unable to get a Trinidad brand that's endured. They've had probably 
from Paradox, which was, I think, one of the worst ideas, to a couple good ones, but none of them have seemed to endure. Did you get a chance to try this new Trinidad Santiago that they bought? It actually was released before the trade show, uh-huh. um, and it's a very good cigar. It's actually, it was Raphael Nodell's first project when he got to Alta this. Um, it's a Dominican Puro. It's a really good cigar, but, you know, the cigar was kind of buried at the Altidus booth, and, and really I was surprised because the packaging is nice, the cigar is really good, and I would think if you're going to try to launch the Trinidad brand again, which you've had, like I said, a, a spotty track record of getting going, this would have been the cigar to do it with. So I, was, I know they had a lot of other new stuff at the booth, but I'm surprised that they didn't push that one more. Well, wow. that's what happens when you put a Maserati at the front of your booth. Some of the cigars get lost in the background. True. Yes. True. Yeah. Uh, Asylum, nothing new from Asylum this year? Uh, no, just the uh, Maduro Abdonadas, uh, Maduro's that they had released prior to the trade show. All right. And um, that, so that was all we wrote. Yeah, the box press and the uh, rounded. Uh, one of the big things. Oh, break? Yep. Already? Well, uh, that's what happens when you go along in the first segment. You've got to right. take the second segment off. Okay. All right. Coop, stay, stay right there. Find a high peak in the Ozarks and uh, <laughs> stick your left hand up over your head and see if that helps. Uh, but we're doing pretty good so far. When we come back, we're going to have more with Coop about the cigars from the trade show and the highlights, the lowlights, and what to expect from stuff to come out from manufacturers across the globe this year right here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Once in a lifetime, something comes along that changes the game. That time is now. The Blast by Infinity is the most advanced, scientifically proven multi-purpose protectant on the market today. The Blast eliminates all smoke and odor on contact and creates a long-lasting barrier of protection. The Blast works on clothing, textiles, and hard surfaces. Water-based, non-toxic, hypoallergenic, 100% guaranteed. Safe for human and pets. Visit InfinityOdorShield.com. Nesta Miranda has always believed it's not just cigars, it's a lifestyle. And the Nesta Miranda collection is handmade at My Father's Cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua for your lifestyle. It doesn't matter if you're smooth like the Connecticut, mellow as a Habano, bold like the Maduro, or spicy like the all-new Corojo. The Nesta Miranda collection is blended with your lifestyle in mind. Four sizes, four blends, one life. Celebrate your lifestyle with the cigars of the Nesta Miranda collection today. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva 
to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. A brand more than 100 years in the making, Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live at Palm Beach Gardens on this, the 305th episode of KMA Talk Radio. I'm Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Paul. Hey, I feel like you were just doubting 305. Do you think that's the wrong number? No, because I saw it yesterday, and I felt like it was the right number, and I felt like last week I said 304, so... It feels like it should be more, though, because it feels like it was so long ago that we were up in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, but, well, time flies when you're having fun. We missed a couple shows. Yeah, that's true. Missed a couple you're weeks. You're right, you're right. Yeah, it's up. Yep, and on the line with us, of course, is Cigar Coop himself, Mr. C- William Cooper. Coop, thanks for hanging on with us. Anytime. All right, so before we went to break, we've been talking about a couple of releases from a couple of uh, the major companies that, you know, were showing new things and also the companies that didn't show anything at the IPCPR. And well, one of the big one of the big things that I've already been reached out about, and pe- uh, you know, on my end, I always know something's going to be huge when when like I haven't received it yet, and people already start asking about it. But um, <laughs> I'm sure they were handing them out like candy, but you didn't happen to get a chance to uh, try the 50th anniversary by Davidoff in the jars, the diademas. I, I did. Oh, I did. there um, you go. Yeah. They handed it out at the Davidoff uh, Golden Band Award. Oh, of course um, they would. And I'd actually had a chance to smoke it beforehand. Um, I'll say this, though. Davidoff was a little underwhelming at the show this year for 50th anniversary. Um, the reason is that cigar was technically sold out before the show started. So, you know, you guys all, you know, all, everyone who was a Davidoff retailer ordered that cigar before the show. They were showing it there, but it wasn't like they were showing anything new with Davidoff. It seems for a 50th anniversary, and with Davidoff, the, the run they've had over the past few years, it seemed a little subdued this year. Well, that's, really? that's, and, the, well, that's um, the problem when all you're doing is putting 50th bands on all your regular production cigars. That's why I add anything else. I, I think I was on the advisory board when I was first heard this idea, and I just thought it was insane. 
So you're going to take all your regular line product, throw 50th band, and at some point you're going to stop. Then you're going to have these same cigars with two different bands that look the same or aren't the same. And In the same box, and everybody's going to be confused. Yeah, let's, it's con- get... let's confuse the consumers. It's and a great idea. You know you're going to have the consumers who say, oh, the ones with the 50th band taste better. Or they don't like it. Oh, these don't taste as good as the other one. I, I promise you that's going to happen. No, that's correct. That's absolutely correct. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, there's a lot of other great stuff that was out there. Now, obviously, you previously mentioned that you thought Drew Estate was going to be a big company in the show. Now, were they giving out the uh, 10th anniversary leagues at all or any of the H99s? Yep, they were. Um, they they were The ones they gave out didn't have the final banding on it, but um, they were giving them out, and um, they had an interim band, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, I did smoke the 10th anniversary. It's it's a very good cigar. I don't I don't think the cigar uh, I think the cigar needs a little more age to be honest with you. But it was it wasn't un, it was smokable and it was good. But I, I you could tell that that cigar is going to be something special. You you know you just taste it and, and um, between like I said smoking in the dry air versus the uh, you know maybe needing a little more time it, it's going to be really good. They'll, they have nothing to worry about with that. And the, the final presentation of that cigar, they just did an amazing job with it, um, with the banding and stuff. So that's that's going to be that. That was the star of the show, no question, in terms of what people wanted to get that cigar. They wanted to get their hands on that cigar. Now, I mean, I, I see on your list here nothing new from Illusion uh, Dion over at Illusion, but I guess right before the show, they did release the one offline. Was that like a new product feature for him at the show? Yeah, Dion focused a lot on the one-off, um, which is a, a, you know, a brand he acquired. Um, the one thing he did introduce at the show, and, and he didn't hand these out as far as I know, there's this thing called the Plus 53, uh, which is like a Super Robusto, which is a modified blend off that one-off. And um, the, the Plus 53, I think, is the area code of or the country code of Cuba. That was an actual size or something. I remember that from the original one-off line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that that's um, he wasn't handing those out, but definitely he uh, is. Uh, you know, that was his speech. I would say that's his feature cigar. It's also a super premium cigar. It's not cheap either. No. You're talking over. I think you're talking around twenty five dollars for that cigar. We, I yeah. smoked one last night, and we. I was yeah. I noticed that. <laughs> but it was not the plus yeah. fifty three. That oh, was I'm sorry. It was thirty dollars. It was only yeah. the Corona Gorda, which is just a little bit in the morning. I was going to say Steph would have. Cut your sack off if you spend $25 on a cigar. But interesting, yeah. uh, Coop, speaking of expensive... I'll just expen- say, how did you get that? <laughs> yeah. Coop, speaking of expensive cigars, it seemed like a lot of people were coming out with more pricier cigars this year, and not so much, say, the bargain in that sweet spot of where they normally are. Sweet, spot, sweet, spot, sweet, sweet spot is moving. Yeah, well, apparently. I mean, like, I was even noticing the, Casa, the new Quesada Vega Magna is going to be a 20 to 21 almost $22 cigar. That's a reach. I I'm sorry. That's that, a reach. That's a reach. One one of the things that made Casa Magna what it was when it was number 1 cigar of the year was I think it was like a $5 cigar at the time. You know what justifies yep. a 20 to $5 cigar? Oh, I know what justifies it. They got rid of everybody that works there. <laughs> so now we have to make a $25 cigar. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Do, are they sponsoring the show? I don't know. Uh, they I, were. Try, I try not to think about who sponsors the show when I speak, so I could be honest and, and open. So I, you know. Well, and Coop, and what's funny is like not funny. Like Coop's of the same mindset. He tells it like it is. It's, it's a reach. There's no. Re- there's nothing that warrants a twenty five dollar Casa Magna cigar from Casada Cigars. It just, it, you know, the, 
I'll right. tell you what. I mean, I'll be very straight, and I, I love the folks at Casada. They had a when I was at the booth day three, one of one of the slower booths to say the least. Do you know why? So they got some work to do. Do you know why? Of course, I, I mean we both. Do you know why, Coop? Because they're in disarray. If I was at, if I was and, at the show this year, why would I go there? I don't even know anybody there anymore. Everybody who I knew from the I companies mean, in some other booth, who am I going to go see? I mean, yeah, that's half the time what you go into a booth for, to see Terrence or see this guy or that guy, you know. I mean, they've done a, I think, a uh, a doctorate thesis paper on how to dismantle a company, I believe, so far. They're doing a great job. And it look, was really a shame to see that. I'm not because saying... Because that booth has always been one of the more active sure, booths. Sure, sure. And so, I'm not saying anything like they've done anything wrong to me. I'm giving them honest... Outside opinion, looking in, you're dismantling your organization, and and what's really funny is this industry does not have a lot of secrets. It really doesn't. There there, no. there are like one no. or two stories that I'm still shocked today. I really don't know what the real story is behind it. You know, I really don't ever know what the real argument that that finally was the broke the straw between Nick Perdomo, Mark Argenti, and he left. You know, there's always rumors and stuff. I never got the full. I don't know what's going on with Cassie Magna. It's it's. I haven't heard the story. Obviously, Terrence is such a class act. He's never going to put it out there in the street. But you know, it just seems like. And now Hostos is gone. It just seems like they are taking apart the best parts of their company. And I don't know what the background story is behind it. Do you? Well, there's definitely been some uh, changes as far as I think. Uh, who- for, there's own, I think there's other owners of that company, and there's other money in that company right now. Um, and, and who's controlling that company, There's we don't know, I mean, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I think the Casadas are still out at the forefront, but I, I, I've been hearing other stuff right now. Uh, yeah. So, Coop, what were some of the other interesting things you learned while you were at the show this year? Um, you know, there was a few, you know, there was a few things. Like, one thing is that the cigar industry... Still loves a uh, when a when an outside celebrity starts walking the show floor. And Carl Malone this year was that celebrity. He, he has a cigar he's doing with La Aurora. He's not an outsider now. Walking the floor. Well, he actually has a store too. He's, a, he's technically a retailer. But what I'm very surprised in a bold move because look, we've talked about it for for years. This model does not work. I don't care who it is. It doesn't work. George yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, 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 Joe, uh, whatever his name was, uh, Mike Dick, uh, Carl Lewis. I mean, I, Carl Lewis? Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Ray, did I say Carl Lewis? <laughs> yes. It was a brand called the Sprinter. No. <laughs> 1988, long jump champion. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, but no matter who it's been over the years, I mean, a, a pl- there's been a plethora of them. It's never stuck. But here's the interesting thing that Carl Malone is doing that none of them have done. He's distributing his own cigar. Yes. Never been done. Seems brave. You know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you something. If I'm an outsider looking in, I'm Carl Malone. I think that's part of the problem. Because when you think that Davidoff people are out there on the road, you know how hard... When How they, hard are they pushing the Carl right, Malone they cigar? Make, no, no, the Ditka. Yeah, they, they're, the, Ditka well, right. at the time, yeah. But, like, you know, when Ditka is something they throw in their portfolio, they're doing it under the assumption that people are just buying it because it's Ditka. Right. Right? So when it doesn't happen, you know, they're not really – so here, this guy, which I, it's, it's an unprecedented move. I, I don't know of a celebrity or – usually, usually they want to license their name. 
they want to maybe commit to one or two events they may have to do a year, you know, and then and that's it. And they want to sit home and collect their check. So, he, he, one, this guy's a retailer. I understand he's got a cigar and, and vape shop, I think it was. Um, Louisiana, yes. Yeah, and, and he's made his own brand. And he's doing the distribution. So um, I've actually reached out to um, the fine folks at uh, Miami Cigars, see if we can get him on the show. Talk about the brand. That'd be great. And, and it, Coop, get, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's going to start slowly, correct? It's going to be like in his yeah, store gonna... in his area first? Yeah, I mean, what happened is we were at the booth. I did talk to his marketing person, but it was an hour and a half before I had a chance to talk with him. And we just couldn't work out a time. That would have just been too much time. It would have sacrificed us, and so I didn't get a chance to talk to Carl directly. But yeah, I mean, they—you know—they're also very cognizant about how doing an event, a cigar event, is different than doing like a book signing event because, you know, there's there's a lot of different factors that go into that. You just can't have—you um, know—you you can't show up with your kids at a cigar event there, and you, and you know, obviously retailers want people to buy cigars as opposed to just coming in there to hang out with Carl Malone. So they recognize there's some challenges, and they're going to have to adapt to some of those cigar—you know—some of those challenges going forward. If you want to meet Carl, buy a box of cigars. <laughs> that would be my but marketing he was very, initiative. He was on the floor all week. He was on the floor all week. I was shocked he didn't call it the mailman. Right? Yeah, right? I, 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 Delivering great flavor to your face. Yes, the mailman. <laughs> uh, so, Coop, what else was a, a big highlight? A lot of anniversary cigars this year. Didn't oh, Eric Espinosa? A lot of limited editions, too. Anniversaries. Eric Espinosa had a 20th anniversary cigar. Did you get a chance to smoke that? No, I didn't get a chance. They weren't handing that one out. Uh, but that's, yeah, the Erica Espinosa 20th anniversary. Uh, really beautiful packaging they did on that. That's probably some of the nicest packaging they've done. Um, I could have got they you They had one. their 20th anniversary. I could have got you one. <laughs> Heck, he I, I, I asked, I, I'm still waiting for Hector to give me the... Uh, the safe That's really, the problem. You're, ask, you're asking the wrong guy. Hector hoards that. You know, everybody thinks that he's overweight. <laughs> it's not. It's all the cigars he's hoarding underneath that shirt. Uh, <laughs> no, so they, they they had you know they definitely had that one. Um, of course, Avo had their thirtieth line, which has really already been announced. So that that was out there too. So you know, uh, a lot, lot of commemorative cigars this year. You know, every year the cigar industry goes good anniversary. Legal Provider, of course. You know, can't forget that one either. How about the uh, new cigar by um, Bellity at MLB Ventures? Wow, that was, you know, the PLM. Uh, that's his Maduro that he's doing out of Ernesto's factory. With his, it basically, he put a San Andreas wrapper on the David P. Elric. It's called the David P. Elric PLM. That was a standout cigar. That may be the best cigar he's done. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, wow. Mike, yeah, Mike had, a, uh, had us over. He rented a house and had a bunch of the media guys over for dinner. Uh, wow. and, you know, Mike does it upright. He handed those cigars out, and I'm telling you, that was a wild, it was a lot of wild factors. You should have seen the cigar. pictures on Coop's page because he had, like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they weren't silver, but it looked like there were silver uh, chafing dishes, like serving dishes that all the food was in that, oh. that Mike brought for them. It, it looked really great. I'm excited about the, I, I just think it's a cool brand, too, but I'm excited about that well, cigar. I, I don't relate to that brand. What am I missing? It was a, so, Coop, well, Coop probably knows better. It was a store that, that Mike used to go to when he first started working for his first trader, when he was an assistant to a trader, okay. and he would go to the store, the David P. Ehrlich store, to buy cigars for his boss, and his boss would always say, grab one for yourself. <laughs> so this was a store that he uh, kind of learned about it's, cigars it's from. It's a homage cigar. It's a big yeah. homage cigar. Well, well, it's a little more than that, too, Paul. And the store is owned by uh, the family of uh, Mike 
Mike's national sales manager, Barry McDonald. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Barry kind of joined up with Mike. They came up with the idea of coming up with that you know, brand. And you know, being that Mike went there, it was a natural fit. So they created a whole brand, and it's called David P. Elric, and they're making all their cigars down at Ernesto Perez Trio Junior's factory. All right, very cool. For that brand. So, Coop, I'm sure you got a lot of content you got to work out and put up on the website. What's coming up this week? Let's I'll keep it to the next part. I got a couple more questions. We got to oh. go to break. Yeah, take a break. and we'll finish up yeah. with Coop. All right, we'll Coop, stick Coop. around. We'll come back no with that, and we'll see who belongs this week in a cigar in Saint Asylum. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Recognized and respected throughout the cigar industry, Eric Espinoza and his La Zona factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, are committed to creating cigars of superior quality with the perfect combinations of flavor and strength for every palate. So whether it's the 93-rated La Ranja Reserva, the 92-rated 601s, the Murcielago, or the Espinoza Habano, Crema, or Especial, Espinoza Premium Cigars has the right cigar for you. The next time you're ready for a truly unique cigar experience, ask for Espinoza Cigars. A brand more than 100 years in the making, Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. Lights, camera, action. Real Clips Barbershop brings you all that is good about old school barbershops in a new cinematic themed environment. Whether you need a traditional cut, fade, blowout, or even a straight razor hot towel shave, our master barbers will get you right. All while enjoying iconic scenes from some of your favorite movies. Right from our video screens built into the mirrors. Visit RealClipsBarbershop.com. That's real, R-E-E-L, ClipsBarbershop.com for a location near you or to make an appointment. After one visit, we know you'll be back. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums 
and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam, Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe. Hello, hello. And Paul. I'm here. Yep. And on the line still, we are talking to Mr. William Cooper himself of Cigar-Coop.com. Coop, thanks for sticking around on your journey back from the trade show. Uh, My pleasure. Coop, I want to hit a couple things. First, you know, I just saw Fred Rui got on, and if he did, I would have had him call in. Because... I, I heard that his booth got stolen. What? I, I, I saw a post on it. Yeah. Did that happen? Because he just made a post and he made a thing, stolen booths, fires, whatever. Did his booth get stolen? From what I understand, yeah, they had, I mean, from talking to him, they had a bunch of stuff stolen. It was more, I think, of the backdrops and stuff, um, which was, I don't well, know if they lost cigars. But, probably um, Fred Rui's face. Somebody wanted Fred Rui's face as a backdrop in their office. Yeah. <laughs> Either, but he actually had it all, by the time I got to the booth, everything was remade. I mean, he was able, you know, through computers today and now digital yep. stuff, get them printed up in Vegas, and he was back up uh, operational with that with no problem. So you wouldn't have known it otherwise. Uh, amazing. And, and another last cigar, because I saw a lot of it talked about in social media, um, and actually called in last week. Did you get to try the Los Cabos from uh, Scott Weeks over at Recluse? Very, very good cigar. Yeah, it's. Um, I had smoked a pre-release of it a few, uh, like a couple months ago. I had the final one at the show. It's a much richer cigar. It's a nice rich Maduro that he's got now in his. And he's got several Maduros, but this has got a real nice richness to it, a sweetness. Um, so yeah, I did get to try that. Um, and I think it, it was an uh, excellent job he's done. So a lot, a lot of good cigars. You we were very impressed. Real quick, in about twenty seconds or less, anything that didn't meet your expectations or hype. You know, General every year does the opening gala. The last couple of years they've done the opening gala, uh, and they do a high-profile launch. And, and this year they launched the CAO Nicaragua. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. That was just a big – I mean, for such a high-profile launch, that cigar was a miss. Ooh. Um, it, to me, it was – and I, I, I go, I, General had a lot of good stuff. This was not one of them. I just want to be clear. Not the event was a miss. The cigar was a miss. Oh, yeah. The event, they, the event was not a miss. The event is – like, I think they've done a great job with that opening gala. The cigar, I mean, they did a great job at even showcasing the cigar, but the cigar just didn't live up to it. To me, it looked like the packaging looked a lot like they just rebranded the Italia. Um, You know, it, it kind of does, but it looks more, if you look at it closely, it looks like those, you know, those coffee, Greek coffee cups, actually, it looks like more. Um, you like know, the coffee in New York and those Greek-style cups, that's what it reminded me of. Huh. Um, I got the, I, it didn't look bad, the packaging. It just, like I said, the cigar just didn't live up to it. All right. Did, good you, to name, know. did you name one of the sizes Revolution? 
Too soon? No? Okay. Bad joke. Anyways, thanks for coming on. (laughs) Thanks a lot, buddy. We will talk to you next week. Uh, Make sure you check out Cigar-Coop.com for all the latest reviews and information on what happened at the trade show and all the greatest cigars. And with that, let's see you this week who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. All right, this week belongs to Cigar Insane Asylum, brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. All right, so here's the scoop. This, this is one of those stories that when you see it, you say to yourself, uh, it is a real story. I, I got to commend this guy, right? This week's inductee was just being as honest as he possibly could be. Good for him. Yes. A Florida man, of course, came up with an interesting defense when confronted by officers in an Indian River County. Okay, Police were called to a McDonald's drive-thru recently after a woman said the vehicle behind her kept hitting her rear bumper. Repeatedly. Right. Repeatedly. <laughs> Stevens admitted he did not have a valid Florida driver's license. Bad and, start. And deputies noticed he had an open bottle of liquor on the passenger seat. Not adding it, not helping. Obviously, they said he smelled of alcohol and that he said that he felt pretty good. So Stevens, however, told deputies that he was not drinking while driving, thankfully. But instead, he was just taking drinks of his Jim Beam bottle while stopped at traffic signals and stop signs, just to be safe. Oh, thank God. Safety first, people, especially when consuming <laughs> alcohol behind the wheel. True story. His defense was he wasn't drinking while driving, <laughs> only at the stop signs and red lights. <laughs> Once in custody, breath tests measured that his blood alcohol content was point one five three. Uh, uh, literally double of the legal limit. So, uh, and he had two prior DUIs in Missouri. So he admitted it, that as well. Yes. <laughs> However, he might not have been driving at those times either, just drinking at stop signs as well. Right. Congratulations, Mr. Stevens. You are this week's inductee into the cigar insane asylum. Bought to you by the fine folks at Asylum Cigars. Wow. Now, who can argue with that? <laughs> You know what? Some, you never know what's going to happen late night at the McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> Tell you, honestly. Yes. Who do we got next week? Next week will be Zev Kaminsky of Royal Ashio. Zev! Zev is back. Uh, we, really got, we got him out of his shell. Nice. Hopefully he's, you know, he seems he's, like he's, you know, not... The... Is he in the studio? Yeah, and he'll tell us about his flight delays. Apparently, there's a curse of Zev oh, when, yeah. you, oh. when you fly with him, and, and he was delayed for hours That must He out. must have gotten, like, infected by the curse of Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> He said he said that it was he posted on Facebook fair warning these are my flights before he left and then he ended up posting that he was delayed. So people never want to get on a plane with Zev. All right, it'll be a very fun time and we'll have a lot to talk about. We'll see what's going on with Royal Agio cigars. Zev's been uh, putting in some time and work yeah. with those guys to see yep. how things are going. Sure. And I'm sure Coop will have a lot more interesting stuff to talk about. The news will be coming. The post-IPCPR news will be coming. Probably still more. It'll still be a lot more interesting thing as people will be finalizing all of those things they've been talking about. Cigars will start hitting the shelves. Make sure you keep up to date on all of the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page going on so you can get all the info you need. Till next week, weekend. and as always, keep it lit. Paul the producer, the best we could afford. Paul the producer. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory.
Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan Puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangro or Maduro. Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio. Southeast's number one club of the year is Spearmint Rhino. Enjoy $5 lunch specials daily till 3 p.m. with the best view in town. Really hungry? Take a bite of their 16-ounce New York strip special, only $14.95, available daily until 10 p.m. Spearmint Rhino, home of the $10 Tuesdays, all day, all night. Dances are only $10. Rhino is South Florida's adult playground. Mention the door, Honest Abe sent you, for free entry. For more information, visit SpearmintRhino.com.